Welcome to Stories of the Night, a podcast that tells original short stories which revolve around the theme of the nighttime. You can find each episode on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. And don't forget to leave a review and comment. Now, I want you to imagine a vintage Rolls Royce making its way up a long driveway, lined with majestic trees on both sides of it. From the distance, A large Tudor manor covered in deep green vines comes into view, illuminated by the lights inside. I want you to imagine the car pulling up to a fountain, with a sculpture of an angel in the center. As the car comes to a stop, a man in a black tuxedo appears from the manor to open the front door of the car. Out of the car exits Dr. William Stein, dressed in a white coat, white shirt, black trousers, and sensible black shoes. With a look of fatigue, he gets his briefcase from the passenger seat. He looks towards the man and nods his head. Upon entering the manor, William's eyes immediately are drawn to a large chandelier in the entrance hall. The sound of classical music is faintly heard in the background. For a moment, he smiles at the beauty of the chandelier and the accompanying music. From behind William, the man walks into the entrance hall and quietly closes the front door. I never seem to get tired of seeing this, says William to no one in particular. The man stands next to William and looks up. The look of pride crosses his face and he too smiles. Both men look at each other and their faces grow grim. The man points in the direction of the parlor. He immediately leaves William alone. William once more looks up at the chandelier and he lets out a sigh. Feeling as though a large weight is on his shoulders, William begins walking towards the parlor. As he enters, he sees that the room is in complete ruin. Chairs destroyed, curtains ripped apart, broken glass littered all over the floor, pieces of a broken statue in the corner. Staring out the window is Mr. Porter, a local shoe salesman whose shirt is ripped open, exposing part of his hairy belly, holding a piece of blood-stained curtain fabric over his head. By the fireplace is Sophia, wearing a soft pink evening gown that has a large tear on her right side, and her hands is a glass of brandy. She looks towards William with a look of guilt. She then smiles. Hello, William. William nods his head. Sophia? The room grows silent as Sophia and William stare at each other, unsure of what to say next. Sophia moves over to the one area in the room that seems relatively untouched by the destruction. A singular table that contains a tray of glasses, alcoholic beverages, Sophia's purse, and a record player. She places the drink down and changes the record. The sound of classical music begins to play once more. How have you been, William? Sophia turns to look at William. I've been good. I can see that. It's been a while. Before William can respond, the sound of Mr. Porter coughing obnoxiously in the background can be heard. Both William and Sophia turn towards him. The look of anger crosses Sophia's face. Can you not see that I'm in the middle of a conversation? And can you not see that I'm bleeding? William begins to make his way towards Mr. Porter. Looking around the room once more, William turns to look at Sophia. What happened here? A grin crosses Sophia's face. She picks up her purse and retrieves a cigarette and lighter. She lights up the cigarette, taking in a deep inhale and exhaling. Porter and I decided to play my favorite game. William turns away from Sophia with a look of sadness. Poor thing. He's not as good as you, William. Somehow you always did know how to play the game. That wasn't a fucking game, you bitch, hisses Mr. Porter. 
William stands next to Mr. Porter, gently moving his hand away from his head to reveal a deep gash. You'll need to go to the hospital. I can't do anything about this here. Mr. Porter looks up in fear at William. No, that won't work. People will see me. I'll have to explain what happened. From the other side of the parlor, Sophia begins to laugh hysterically. Porter, please. You're not that important. Unless, of course, you're afraid that your wife will find out what you've been up to. You leave her out of this, yells Mr. Porter. Sophia picks up her glass and throws it into the fireplace. Don't you ever raise your voice at me again, Porter, screams Sophia. The record begins to skip. The sound of the record skipping fills the room. William looks at Sophia with a neutral face while Mr. Porter looks at her in fear. Sophia turns around to fix the record player, but as she encounters some difficulty, she tosses the record player on the floor, breaking it into pieces. Well, I always did hate classical music. Drinks, anyone? Both men remain silent. Sophia looks towards William with a blank expression on her face. She turns around, places her cigarette in an ashtray, and picks up a bottle of brandy. She proceeds to drink from the bottle. I didn't want us to meet like this, William. You know, for so long, I imagined the day we would meet again. You would see me as being strong, accomplished, graceful, maybe beautiful. You're still beautiful, whispers William. Sophia turns to look at William with a smile on her face. You always did say some of the most charming things to me. Sophia takes a large swig of brandy. She takes a step forward, holding the bottle close to her chest. Things are different, William. I'm different. I've changed. I want to believe you, whispers William. Sophia's eyes begin to get teary. Well, I guess it would be nice if you did. Sophia looks towards Mr. Porter with a look of irritation. Just do what you can with him. Patch him up, like you did with the others. Sophia walks out of the parlor, making her way out of the front door towards the fountain, staring up at the angel trying her best to hold back the tears. From behind her, William walks out of the manor. Sophia turns to look at him. William smiles at her. I've also imagined about the day when we would see each other again. I imagined I would be in a suit, brand new of course. I'd be wearing that cologne you always liked on me. I'd be a little sun-kissed, just fresh from a vacation. We would talk, we would laugh, you would light up a cigarette and I would tell you to stop smoking. Then you would say something wickedly funny. We would laugh some more, we would hug, and, and, and it would be nice. I wouldn't remember everything. Then we would make empty promises to each other and, I don't know, become friends, or at least try to be. Sophia stands in front of William. I miss you, William. Sophia reaches her hand out to William's face, who recoils away from her. She looks at William in defeat. William, for so long I wanted to apologize, but... Sophia shrugs and turns away from William. A smile crosses William's face. I know you're not very good at apologies. They both chuckle. William hesitantly reaches over to Sophia. He takes the bottle of brandy from her hand, placing it on the ground. He then takes her into his arms. Leaning into Sophia's hair, William closes his eyes and takes in a deep breath in. We could have been happy, Sophia. Sophia gently pushes William away. She looks at him with sadness. Women like me were never built for happiness. From the door of the manor appears Mr. Porter with his jacket and William's briefcase in his hands and the man in the tuxedo. Both men turn to each other and shake hands. As Mr. Porter walks over to William, Sophia begins to walk over to the man. 
but Sophia and Mr. Porter cross each other. Sophia smiles at Mr. Porter, who gives her a dirty look in response. Sophia stands in front of the man in the tuxedo. She has a blank expression on her face. The man extends his hand out to her, which she takes. She then turns towards William. William? William turns to look at Sophia. It was so good to see you. Sophia then looks at the man in the tuxedo. He nods his head. They both turn around and walk into the manor, closing the door behind them, leaving William and his supporter alone in the silence of the night. <laughs>